0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk with Omya Al-Saleh and Hany Balkis
1: on Pulse95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the uae and around the world is being discussed right here on pulse 95. i hope you're all having a fantastic afternoon it is finally the weekend and i hope you're all as excited for the weekend as i am because Weekends after quarantine have definitely felt like actual weekends. Days don't merge anymore and that's something that we are all celebrating today. But to bring you the latest in tech news, we're going to be telling you all about Instagram and how it is actually surpassing Twitter as a source of news. With the different social media platforms, I feel like every single person tends to pick and choose what they want to take and inform in terms of news. Some of us tend to go for Facebook. I feel like the older generation especially would uh, go for Facebook while others decide that Twitter is the best source of news. But for Instagram to surpass both Facebook and Twitter, that's definitely uh, something that we're going to be discussing today. But speaking of Facebook, Facebook messenger rooms are finally arriving on their video chat device portal. What is that all about and how can it come in handy, especially in the day and age that we're living in? We can't travel to see our loved ones, but we can definitely do that virtually. And speaking of coronavirus and quarantine, we have all seen the impact that 3D printing has had in terms of providing healthcare professionals, frontline workers, and even citizens with precautionary equipment, whether it was face masks or even if it were devices for treatment in terms of ventilators, 3D printing has definitely been one of the hidden heroes of technology that we're going to be celebrating today because uh, luay kurdi is going to be joining us who is a 3d concrete printing and digital fabrication specialist he's going to be telling us all about 3d printing what the process is like but also how even though it's been gaining traction in today's day and age it's actually been existent for years and years and years ago To find out about all these details and more, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. We're going to be taking a short break, and I'm going to be leaving you with no year worth. But keep Pulse95 locked because we're going to be coming back into Daily Digital.
0: You're You're listening listening to
1: Pulse95.
0: Pulse95. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world.
1: Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Whenever we're talking about getting our news, a lot of us tend to think that news articles are the only way wherever we are receiving our uh, information, our trusted facts. But as social media platforms have started to rise, we've definitely seen a lot of us. Resort to different platforms to get the latest news. Whether we're talking about Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, every single one of us uh, has his or her own favorite social media platform. Many people tend to think that Facebook is uh, the number one source of news when it comes to, so in terms of social media platforms, simply because it is more widely used by the older generation. However, surprising statistics have been showing that Instagram will actually be surpassing both Twitter and Facebook as a source of news. Now, what's interesting about it is that a study has been done across all age groups and it has witnessed that the use of Instagram for news has doubled up Since 2018 So it will actually Probably overtake Twitter As a general news source Over the next year We've seen Instagram Become very popular With younger people Particularly for stories That are told Simply and with visual images We've seen Different news agencies Actually create their own Content in terms of news just to use on Instagram. We've seen condensed uh, newscasts being posted on Instagram and it's definitely becoming more popular to use it as a source of news. And that's all because people are spending more time on Instagram and Instagram reaches 11% of all age groups and many of those are people who actually do use Twitter for news as well. But they do find Instagram to be a lot more um, easier for their news to be graphed simply simply because they have different formats like Insta Stories and they have the capability of viewing all this news through their IGTV, which will basically help you uh, popularize all the visual format of news. Now, IGTV is a standalone video app by Instagram for both Android and iOS smartphones, which typically allows you to post longer videos. But Instagram and Snapchat have actually both decided to incorporate those stories whenever it comes to broadcasting news so we've definitely seen them gain more popularity especially amongst the younger age group um, especially during the covid 19 pandemic as well and this is all because we've been seeing celebrities and influencers on the platform basically also help this platform become a much more trusted uh, news outlet All those influencers have been discussing and commenting on wider health issues in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic and political news that has been happening around the world. Now, the study that has been conducted on whether or not Instagram will surpass Twitter in terms of a trusted news outlet was actually questioning about 80,000 people in 40 different countries. And after the study was conducted, they found out that Instagram reaches more than 36% of those uh, participants on a weekly basis. And those respondents are actually under the age of 25. where about two-thirds of the study. So that definitely goes to show that in today's day and age, uh, a lot of people are definitely going for social media platforms. And particularly Instagram, uh, Twitter was... Facebook and Twitter were one of the top platforms, but now Instagram is rising to beat Twitter as well. And even though local newspapers are definitely the most important source of news, uh, followed by local television, and we're constantly talking about how we should fight fake news by always double-checking any news article that we read on social media platforms, unless they were... uh, you know, sent out and launched by uh, a trusted news agency itself. But definitely let me know, where do you get your news? Do you tend to go for Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram? That's definitely uh, the argument over here because journalists no longer control access to information. Social media platforms have definitely... Been gaining a lot more traction uh, to the people that are following all the different news outlets or even in influencers and celebrities. So let me know where do you get your news? Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook? Send in your thoughts at Pulse 95 Radio on Instagram or text us in on 4215 It is a lot or do. But let's move on and talk about what Facebook has been doing. Facebook always has to have a comeback because Facebook Messenger rooms are finally arriving on their video chat device portal. As a user, you can now host celebrations with up to 50 people on their platform and it actually allows you to go live from portal to Facebook pages and different groups and it helps you just have a little bit of a virtual party since we can't have any physical parties at the moment. Um, As a user, you can also uh, enjoy their augmented reality effects and their story time features. As a user, you can also go live uh, using their different platforms Portal Mini, Portal or Portal Plus devices. Previously the Facebook Live application on portal would allow you to broadcast your own personal profile. But now you can also go live on your Facebook pages and groups. The best feature though is that as a user you can also blur the background or replace it with a pre-selected image using their portal spaces. Now this is phenomenal simply because if you have a messy background if your room is not completely tidied up you don't have to worry you don't have to postpone your virtual party you can simply put on a virtual background or just blur the background let me know what have you been using as your video chat platform during quarantine and even uh, right now to enjoy connections with people around you is it zoom is it facebook messenger is it skype even though skype is blocked right here in the uae um, let me know what are the platforms that you are basically dependent on On Texas and at 4215, it is a lot or do. but we're going to be taking a short break. And once we come back, we're going to be talking about a hidden hero in the age of coronavirus. Now, this hidden hero is 3D printing. um, And in the age of coronavirus, we have been heavily dependent on it to create more precautionary measures in terms of creating face masks, creating pieces for ventilators to be used by multiple patients as well and to tell us more about it we're going to be uh, joined by Luay Kurdi who is a 3D concrete printing and digital fabrication specialist. You don't want to miss out on this conversation so make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95.
1: Pulse95. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omya Al-Saleh and Hani Balkas. On pulse 95. Yes, you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. Over the past few months, we've definitely talked about 3D printing quite often. It has become a very critical tool in the fight against the novel coronavirus. This pandemic has definitely overwhelmed the healthcare systems across the globe. We've seen different countries resort to different forms of technologies to help maneuver through this pandemic. One of those countless hidden heroes in this crisis is 3D printing, and to tell us more about... The Hidden Hero of COVID-19 3D Concrete Printing and Digital Fabrication Specialist Luay Kurdi is joining us today Welcome to the show, Luay How are you doing? Thank
0: you so much, Umia. Very good. How are
1: you? All is good. Um, it's definitely interesting that you're not with us right here in the Pulse 95 studios, <laughs> but joining us over a video chat platform. Um, Lu'ai, you've definitely uh, you're definitely an expert in 3D printing. So, can you tell us a little bit about what it, what is 3D printing and what is the process like?
0: So uh, to make it as simple as possible, 3D printing, um, it's an additive manufacturing uh, technique, fabrication mm-hmm. technique. Uh, and basically why we call it additive manufacturing, because we are using um, a, a layer by layer um, technique mm-hmm. to slowly add add material on top of each other uh, to finally fabricate a full 3D, D uh, full scale model. So basically, it's either depositing uh, different types of materials on top of each other, um, to basically uh, make up the whole uh, model in full size. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that could be done in different kind of materi- materials. Um, me uh, personally here in Dubai, I'm specializing in 3D concrete printing, uh, but we also use different types of materials, uh, mm. mainly for prototyping. Uh, that material could be plastics, uh, mainly for prototyping. Uh, there are other types of materials that are being used uh, in the industry, uh, like metals, uh, resins, polymers and so on.
1: So basically you would create a design, a digital design, and then the printer would be able to carry out the printing of every layer on top of one another?
0: Yes, true. So basically uh, you design, uh, as a designer, you design a, a, a 3D model on the computer uh, mm-hmm. with t- different types of softwares. Uh, and depending on the type of equipment you're using, the 3D printer, because there are also a, a wide range of 3D printers, mm-hmm. depending on the material that you are uh, trying to fabricate with. Uh, depending on that machine, you are going to generate a, a 3D printing uh, path, so the machine can understand how to lay down that material.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For 3D concrete printing, we have specialized, more specialized software uh, that sometimes uh, involves more human uh, coding and intervention to create the code, but on uh, your plastic printers and the one that are maybe more common today, uh, as a desktop 3D printer, you have a special software called uh, a slicer that does all of that hard work for you.
1: Mm-hmm. And even though 3D printing has definitely gained a lot more traction and fame since the beginning of COVID-19 in terms of 3D printing masks and ventilator attachments, it has been used long before then. So can you tell us a little bit about the different uses of 3D printing?
0: Yes, definitely. So 3D printing has, has been uh, here for many years actually, uh, just more than 50 years actually. Um, for the, from the first initial um, prototype of 3D printers, uh, to today, there has been a lot of development uh, in the process, uh, and and for the past uh, five to ten years, I would mm. say 3D printing with plastics uh, have became very popular, uh, just because of the ease of the technique and the technology itself. Uh, so many people have been pr- printing prototypes, uh, architectural models, uh, different kind of product designs, uh, and today we are seeing uh, that variety uh, variety of the of the materials uh, being printed kind of explode so we, we are seeing all types of uh, materials <laughs> being used maybe uh, some of the viewers uh, have been hearing about even 3d printing for foods mm-hmm. um, definitely we've talked about some... it on the show <laughs> yes so you have chocolates uh, you have different kind of uh, uh, bio uh, organic uh, materials that are being printed there are researchers working with 3d printing uh, human organs mm-hmm. uh, we see in, in space technology today, three uh, D printing with metals uh, is, is a really uh, effective tool uh, and kind of help re- revolutionize the space industry. So there's. Today, there's a wide variety of products and materials uh, that's been used.
1: The uses are endless, to be honest. Um, But when it comes to the fight against COVID-19, I think one of the very unique aspects about about using 3D printing is the ability to personalize uh, whatever it is that you're printing. So what we've seen uh, with 3D printing face masks, let's say, is that for frontline workers, a lot of people who have, or industries that were 3D printing, were able to make them more fit for, let's say, police officers that have to be out in humid weather, or doctors and nurses who have to wear it for multiple hours during the day. So what makes uh, this personalizing uh, aspect very easy to do with 3D printing compared to other forms of manufacturing?
0: Um, so especially, uh, it's a very good point uh, and a very good question, especially for during this uh, pandemic with the COVID-19, crisis, um, the ability to 3D print um, protective gear uh, and uh, three, uh, masks and so on has, has came uh, to light because of the um, speed of production uh, mm-hmm. and the ability to cut down the logistics aspect of uh, a product in general. So we here as since we have 3d printers here in our homes or in our offices or wherever in the hospitals or wherever they are Mm -hmm. uh, you can basically produce the end product uh, right next to you cutting down all of the times involved in in the logistics uh, and all of the delays especially during the pandemic uh, all of the logistics logistics has slowed down really uh, much Um, so, so basically The customization part is is also a really important uh, point, uh, as you mentioned, Um, and I can give you a real uh, case study uh, that we had to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. Personally I had to uh, develop in our company, so I'm I'm working for uh, B6, it's a main contractor company, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe some of the viewers have heard about it. And we have a lot of uh, live sites, uh, construction sites, uh, throughout the uh, United Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to develop, uh, as you said, customized solutions uh, to protect our workers uh, who are working on the sites from, from for, for, for this special situation. And the challenge was that uh, we have the workers that are wearing the protective helmets yeah. uh, on sites. Mm-hmm. But now if you're trying to introduce a face shield... It uh, becomes that it's, too it's much... It's too much things and sometimes it gets in the way of the helmet, especially if you're wearing it underneath or so on. So we had to come up with a solution on how to integrate the face shield onto the helmet itself.
1: So we developed
0: a design for an attachment uh, where you can actually clip on uh, the face shield on the helmet without having to obstruct you um, uh, wearing uh, your typical helmet. Uh, And and that's where 3D printing really added a lot of value.
1: Now, that's phenomenal. I'm pretty sure those construction site workers would not have been able to carry out their jobs comfortably without uh, the, f- the help of 3D printing. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about all those tech giants that were able to adapt their production to help out in the fight against COVID-19. If you have any questions for our 3D specialist, uh, make sure you text in at 4215 or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Future Talk.
0: Future Talk with Om Al Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse95.
1: Future Before COVID-19, I think one of the most techie words used to be artificial intelligence. Today, 3D printing is joining the game because we've been seeing it used in different aspects to help out frontline workers and healthcare professionals. From 3D printing face masks to creating adapters for ventilators to be used by multiple patients at one at once. 3D printing is definitely gaining a lot of traction. And joining us today to tell us more about it is the 3D Concrete Printing, and Digital Fabrication Specialist, Luay Kurdi. Welcome once again to the show. It's definitely been a very enjoyable conversation with you.
0: Thanks, India.
1: Uh, Luay, right before the show, we were t- right before the break, uh, we were talking all about the, capab- the capability of being able to personalize face masks. Uh, you mentioned before uh, how construction workers would need 3D the, or the help of 3D printing to help them create face visors or face masks that would uh, fit alongside their hard headed or hard helmet uh, that they have to wear on a day-to-day basis. Um, but when it comes to 3D printing, we've definitely seen a lot of businesses and tech giants like Tesla, Nissan, they were able to switch their manufacturing from creating pieces for cars to creating vent, uh, ventilators and to help uh, healthcare professionals. So how are they able to adapt their production so quickly? And is that possible with 3D printing?
0: Well that's one of the uh, benefits of 3D printing actually that uh, because it's being used uh, on a, a wide variety of applications, mm-hmm. uh, it's quite easy to make that switch and, and switch from uh, making uh, prototyping for uh, car parts to uh, jumping into uh, medical uh, care equipment or 3D uh, ventilators Mm -hmm. or 3D shields. Um, So I think that kind of also tells you uh, Mm -hmm. how uh, many uh, big manufacturers are are utilizing 3D printing today uh, and how they can easily make a switch uh, from manufacturing one type of product to the other. Mm -hmm. uh, Because this technology is really uh, kind of covering all of those uh, variety of products and materials.
1: Absolutely. And uh, face shields that are needed in the fight against COVID-19 were typically taking about weeks or months to manufacture using the traditional approaches. Uh, but now with 3D printing, they're taking a few days. We've definitely seen uh, different companies and even people. We've seen different citizens take it on their part if they have a 3d printer at their own home they were trying to help out with either creating masks or even adapters for the masks to be placed uh, at the back of your head so what makes 3d printing uh, have the ability to cut time in half in terms of production and in terms of cost because i've definitely heard that it's a lot more cheap to print out with 3d printers than typical manufacturing processes
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, First of all, uh, for the 3D printers, uh, you know, you do not need um, a specialized uh, factory or specialized uh, equipment Mm -hmm. to produce uh, such um, uh, products. So that's one one important part that uh, anyone and anywhere can can utilize a 3D printer to to generate uh, a product. Uh, And also these machines typically, they do not consume a lot of electricity. Mm And also, by design of the product itself, we can help uh, cut down uh, the amount of material used to fabricate a a specific product. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I also have another uh, case study for you. Mm -hmm. We at V6, we actually printed uh, more than 1,500 face shields, Uh, and uh, using just one printer, we were able to print 50 face shields per day, Uh, and you can see that Of course, the product was customized for speed and efficiency uh, and and to reduce the amount of materials used. So imagine if you had uh, 10 printers like that, you could easily uh, fabricate 500 face shields in one day in one location.
1: I mean, if we were using the old manufacturing processes, oh God, I think it would have taken months to create such a number of masks. But even Mm -hmm. though this technology has a lot of pros, there has been one con that many people have been commenting on, uh, which is the Mm -hmm. fact that even though the 3D printed, let's say face shields or ventilator adapters, they can be produced and distributed very quickly. Sometimes they don't undergo the usual testing regimen for medical devices which also raises a lot of question about the quality of such products. Uh, How can we make sure that 3D printed masks or even ventilator adapters are suitable for medical use because if we're adopting them we want to make sure that they are abiding by the international standards.
0: Yes, that's a really good uh, point, uh, Omnia. Um, so actually, because this pandemic happened uh, so suddenly and, and there was an urgency for uh, face shields and other uh, medical equipment to be fabricated, mm-hmm. it was kind of a loose uh, control over the regulations of the products manufactured. Uh, but I think once this kind of slows down and we are back uh, to normality, um, there are specialized materials uh, for it. Th- specifically for uh, medical uh, use, for 3D printing, Mm -hmm. uh, that utilize uh, copper and nano-copper, Mm -hmm. uh, which have really high uh, effectiveness against uh, microbes and uh, viruses. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: typically these kind of uh, materials have been used, uh, which are also uh, certified uh, under the governmental uh, regulations. So there are specific materials. And I think just because uh, we learned, we had a good lesson to learn uh, during this pandemic, I think people will revert to these materials, specialized material, more than just using any type of plastics uh, that that we we saw. So at
1: the moment, they're not currently being used or are we finding different materials, whatever works is being used, basically?
0: The thing is, they are being used. Uh, but by specialized manufacturers, mm-hmm. um, and during the pandemic, uh, you know, we just needed uh, a high-speed uh, manufacturing for face shields. so people were just using a typical plastic material, mm-hmm. which is not designed specifically uh, uh, to act as an anti uh, virus, mm-hmm. uh, material, uh, but, but that's, that's the way it is, and I think the, the demand for the anti-virus uh, 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 copper material will be uh, high uh, now after the, the pandemic.
1: Mm-hmm. It's definitely interesting to see that, especially the way we've all been operating in this time and age, is it's crisis mode. You want to create whatever happens at the fastest pace possible. But coming back, we're going to be talking all about how 3D printing could also help those living in remote areas or impoverished countries. Could they be the new lifeline, but also in a post-COVID world? Will 3D printers become a part of our new normal? All this and more is going to be coming up on Future Talk. So keep Pulse 95 locked, and we're going to be coming back to join Luaï once again on this conversation. Pulse 95. Future talk. Future talk with Anya Saleh and Hanny Balkis on Pulse 95. The coronavirus pandemic has kept the whole world very, very uh, prepared (laughs) to act at any moment to help out in the fight against it. Everyone was looking for solutions for the lack of personal protective equipment in different parts around the world. And 3D printing happened to be the hero to save the day. To tell us more about uh, 3D printing we have with us, joining us today, the 3D concrete printing and digital fabrication specialist Luay Kurdi. Before the break, we were talking all about how 3D printing has definitely helped out in terms of creating more masks and uh, adapters for ventilators. We've seen different companies be able to switch immediately from, let's say, producing car parts like Tesla to creating face masks and ventilator parts. But what if we want to help out countries in remote areas, in impoverished areas where it's not very easy to send out bulks and bulks of face masks? Could 3D printers be the answer for that? Uh,
0: yes, definitely. It could be a, a really uh, good answer for that. Um, 3D printing doesn't require a lot of uh, a lot of uh, equipment uh, to, to get it up and running. Uh, what we could easily do is, Uh, ship uh, some 3D printers and 3D uh, printing uh, filament or material Mm -hmm. uh, to those countries uh, and just educate them on uh, how to operate these machines and it definitely could be a way to generate a a large volume of of, uh, face masks and and so on.
1: Mm -hmm. And whenever we're talking about how 3D printing has implement, been implemented right here in the UAE, we've definitely seen it in different emirates. Right here in Sharjah, we have the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park that has definitely been using 3D printing uh, in creating different homes, in, in creating homes in monumental time. Within two weeks, you would find a brand new home built. But you've also mentioned something about how 3D printing will become a part of every building, possibly.
0: Yes, true, Um, Omnia. So, uh, Dubai has launched the 3D printing strategy um, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And basically, what this uh, says is that uh, 25% of all buildings uh, in Dubai uh, would need to be um, 3D printed uh, within the year 2030. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in 2019, uh, we saw this initiative uh, uh, kick off. Um, And this percentage of 25%, it will gradually increase uh, year by year, Mm -hmm. starting at 2% to eventually reach the goal of 25% uh, by the year 2030, so it's going to be a really exciting times here in Dubai.
1: It's definitely very exciting, but that also brings me to another question. Do you believe in a post-COVID world, or in the future in general, a 3D printer could become a part of every home? Uh, Will we all know how to use 3D printers as easily as it is that we go ahead and print out papers nowadays?
0: That's uh, definitely uh, the case uh, I I personally see. Uh, It's becoming more popular between people. Um, A lot of people are getting into it. Uh, There are many people today uh, that own 3D printers at their home. Um, These um, new 3D printers are becoming much cheaper than before, Mm -hmm. so I definitely think uh, within the next uh, few years you're going to start seeing an increased uh, amount of people that own 3d printers at home and it's become it's gonna become almost a normal thing Mm
1: -hmm. do you have any advice for maybe students or uh, just individuals right now tuning into us who might be bored in quarantine not much to do do you think that they should go on hop on any of the online platforms buy a 3d printer and try using it
0: uh, yeah, of course, uh, obviously do your research, uh, try to get a machine that, that will work well for you, but definitely don't be scared uh, of uh, of using a 3D printer. There's a lot of uh, resources uh, on the internet uh, that could help help you uh, with starting one, uh, and there's a lot of 3D models online that you can easily download and start printing yourself. So definitely, uh, you never know, it could spark a specific interest uh, <laughs> For you, go out there and and, uh, get your hands dirty.
1: (laughs) Instances of 3D printing in healthcare should definitely extend beyond hobbyists and occasional donors. But if every single one of us can help out and pitch in in the fight against COVID-19, you never know, you may just be gaining a skill out of 3D printing that you will use in the future post-COVID-19. thank you so much for joining us today. It has been such a great conversation with you.
0: Thanks, thanks Amiya for having me.
1: And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to us today. We will definitely be missing you over the weekend. Future Talk is coming to an end, but we will be joining you once again on Sunday, same time, same place, from 2 to 3 p.m. Until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the Dream Team. Aisha mazmi and Mikhail Atiyeh will be giving you the latest updates on what shows and movies you should be watching this weekend. You don't want to miss out on their show. It's always a fun time, especially their weekend recommendations. So make sure you keep us on E5 Locked And have a great weekend.
0: This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.